0: As I said earlier this week, it is so good for us to be here. It is very important that we are here. In the light of the events of this last week, the ongoing tension and violence and restlessness, we are once again painfully reminded of how much this world needs Jesus. How much you and I need Jesus. And so, together with you, I turn to Jesus. The Prince of Peace, and again to Our Lady, His Mother Mary, the Queen of Peace. And with you, I pray for peace. And if you and I are going to be prepared and ready to face the things of today, or whatever may lie ahead, it is going to be ever more important that we are deeply grounded in our baptism, that we know how to live out of the grace that God bestowed on us in that moment. One of my favorite classes in the seminary was a class on sacraments. And I love how it gave the history of how various traditions evolved in how sacraments were celebrated. One of the most interesting I found was around the fourth and the fifth century, the times of Augustine, St. Ambrose and other great Christians. Back then they would do full immersion and their pools had streams flowing through them to give the sense of living water. Before the person went down into the water, they would turn toward the west and the west represented the old life under the power of Satan and sin and darkness and the person would believe it or not, they would spit into the West as a way to renounce that old life and turn toward the new one they would be receiving. Which means they would now turn to the East. The East always represented for Christianity the resurrection of Christ the beginning of new life dawning on the world. And then the person would go down these steps into this pool of water and they would be fully immersed. And in this region, they would be held under the water for a length of time, even to the point where they were struggling to get a breath in order to impress upon them That in baptism, they share in the death of Christ. And their old life is buried with Christ. And then they're allowed to come up out of the water. And as they're descending and ascending these stairs, they are proclaiming the three parts of the creed, which represent that new life. So I thought this morning that we would renew our baptismal promises as a way to deepen our appreciation for this gift and to understand more deeply how to live it out. The first part of the promises consists of three renunciations. One of the powers that we have by the Spirit of God in us is we have the power in Christ to renounce all evil. And there are three forms of evil that we are going to renounce this morning. The first one has to do with the lies and empty promises of Satan. You may have various lies that make their way into your head. Those lies that turn around again and again and keep us bound. Lies like believing that I'm not worthy of love, that because of what I've done, my life is irreparably damaged. And God cannot forgive me or redeem me. Or the lie that God has abandoned me and now I am all alone to face life by myself. Or the lie that evil is stronger than good or evil is stronger than God. And then there's the empty promises, there's so many. And they are empty. Empty promises like thinking we can find love in lust. Thinking that we can find security and hope in the passing things of this world. The empty promise of thinking that we can find the happiness that our hearts most deeply desire in sensual pleasures, material things, And in power. Let's renounce these and anything else that comes to mind. And so I ask you do you renounce Satan and all his lies and empty promises? I do. The next renunciation is sin. My dear friends, we're all sinners, deeply loved by Christ. But each of us has areas of weakness and struggle. Those areas that trip us up constantly. We all have a dominant sin. Whatever that is, whatever comes to mind right now, in Christ, let us renounce that sin or those sins. And so I ask you, do you reject sin so as to live in the freedom of the children of God, I do. The last renunciation, Satan. This prince of darkness that Scripture describes as a murderer from the beginning, the father of lies, who is doing so much to tear us apart from God and to tear us apart from each other. We need to renounce Satan continually and especially at the moments that we are tempted. And so I ask you, do you reject Satan, father of sin and prince of darkness? I do. And now is the moment we come up out of the water And this old life that we have renounced. uh, Please don't spit this morning. This old life that we renounced. We want to see it as buried. As buried with Christ. And we want it to stay dead. As we come into the new life. Which is a relationship with God the Father. A relationship with Jesus Christ. And a relationship with the Holy Spirit. And so I ask you. Do you believe in God the Father Almighty. Creator of heaven and earth. I do. And the gospel just said what? The heavens were torn open. Which means you and I have free complete access to God the Father that we are his children. As he said over his son, you are my beloved son. He says to this room full of children, you are my beloved daughters and sons. We are loved. We have an identity in God and we belong to our father. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, was crucified, died and buried, rose from the dead and is now seated at the right hand of the Father? I do. You and I have a Redeemer, a personal Savior. Let us continue to grow in confidence to the one who died for us, and rose from the dead let us always turn to him let us seek him in all times and circumstances and finally do you believe in the holy spirit the holy catholic church the communion of saints the forgiveness of sins the resurrection of the body and life everlasting i do let us never forget that the Spirit of God is in you, in me. And we are called to live by the Spirit who will help us to live in communion with the saints and with each other. The Holy Spirit will call to mind the mercy and the forgiveness that we can find in Christ. The Holy Spirit will give us hope of the resurrection and the glory of eternal life. And now this life is nourished by the Eucharist. As we receive the one who won for us this life, let us live this week the grace of our baptism. Amen.